Dim here doing the full moon in Gemini reading. Hey, 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 y'all. What up, what up, what up? It, um, the full moon just went totally exact. You know what I mean? Um, it's 12.36 a.m. my time. The moon exact 12.12 a.m. my time. It's Eastern Standard Time, okay? So we're going to talk about this full moon. Um, it's going to be interesting, to say the least. Um, so yeah, let's just go ahead and just talk about it. Let's go ahead and talk. Okay. <laughs> so this full moon is in Gemini, like I said before, 19 degrees, 51 minutes. Um, December 12th, 12, 12 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. This is very close to the exact degree in minute from the Taurus full moon from last month. Um, but it was 19 degrees and 52 minutes. So very interesting, right? Very, very interesting. So it seems like that 19 degree is really important. It makes a lot of sense. Um, 19 degree is a Libra degree, right? And Libra, as we know, is all about harmony, balance, and one-on-one um, relationships. And that's in a theme. We're technically still in cuffing season. We're heading towards the end. But cuffing season nonetheless. Um, and it's so funny that like we uh, work with the energy of the Astros by accident. <laughs> and the reason why I say that is because people say cuffing st- season starts at, in fall and when autumn starts. And that's um, in our time in the Northern Hemisphere, um, you know, the um, time in which the um, relationship signs um, the sun reaches the re- relationship sign. So, for instance, Libra is a relationship sign, Scorpio is a relationship sign, and Sag is a relationship sign. So, and people say that, you know, when it's um, winter, that's when cover season ends. So, I picture the person that thought of the whole cover season idea didn't think about it astrologically, but they naturally pulled that information. So, it's really funny. Anyways... Um, let's talk about, um, generally the meaning of, um, this full moon, um, you know, just so, just so we can kind of like, um, realize like what this full moon is needed for, like what we need to do during this full moon and, um, for my new listeners who are not aware, right? (laughs) So the meaning of the full moon literally is when the sun and the moon, this is astronomically speaking, when the sun and the moon is um, complete opposite of each other, you know, so the sun's in one end of the earth, the moon's in the other end of the earth, and because the sun can shine um, directly onto the um, bright side of the moon, the moon is in full view on earth you know what i mean there's no shadows creating um it's, you know making the moon change or whatever it's just we see the full face of the moon right and um of course it's a monthly thing it's significant to us it's really important um astrologically <laughs> it's the same thing so when you look at a chart of the full moon um is when basically the moon's in one sign and the sun is in the opposite sign or about six signs away from the moon, okay? And, um, you know, when you got to get to the emotional aspect of it, usually what it represents is that we feel one way, 
but where we we react another right it's because our um, the moon is our emotions and how we feel about a certain situation um and it's the our inner selves the parts that we don't really let out and show to everybody besides people who we are comfortable with um and so it's kind of like our eternal world um internal world excuse me while um the sun represents our reaction to things you know what i mean um not our like natural reaction to things before we think about it it's like the reaction to things after we think about it our conscious reactions while the moon is more of our um, unconscious reactions or subconscious reactions to things anyways the sun it represents like how we move you know what i mean um how we react to things and it also represents i always like to say this um you know, it also represents what the collective needs to be doing at this moment. And so, you know, the sun is our source of the whole solar system. And so uh, wherever the sun is, we need to follow that energy. That's why the sun is very important in astrology. That's why the sun sign is important. It's because the sun is the father. The sun is the, the, that gives us all the source, our light, our everything, you know, is because of the sun. And so, um, it's also, it's known as the father in the relation, I mean, relationship, <laughs> it's known as the father in the, um, in astrology, you know what I mean? And, you know, we have, to, we all revolve around the sun. And so we need to follow the energy of the sun regardless. And so, um, even though we feel one way, we know that we have to react another. And so it's that that the moon full moon gives us is that we're feeling completely opposite to what we're reacting to what we feel like we need to react to and so at this time what we need to do is pull back attend to our emotions for the next three days right tend to our emotions um, and figure out what's holding us back why do we feel we have to um, feel this way and how is it blocking us from really getting into the energy of the sun at the moment you feel what I'm saying and so um, you know that's generally astrologically and spiritually what the full moon represents us you know realizing um, you know some things that are pulling us back emotionally from reacting to um, how the collective needs to act you know what I mean the actions that the collective needs to take at the moment um, realizing okay um, something's pulling me back I'm having this frustration from within and I need to deal with it you know think about it you know your emotions are one way your feelings are another this is what the term lunatic comes from this is what the term werewolf comes from you know what I mean you feel one way you act another and then you react in a crazy way because you're so conflicted internally you know um but yeah that, that's generally what the full moon is um and during the full moons um after we like realize what's holding us back and why we feel the way we feel um and how we need to kind of release that thing that feeling so we can go ahead and continue to move with the sun um we release in the full moon okay so you release all the the problems that you're having you release um anything that's connected to you know your inner feelings with the sign in which the moon is in and in this case is in gemini 
And so what I would say for this particular full moon is that internally, um, us as a collective, we want to work through our emotions logically, then speak on them. Okay, we need to figure like we kind of like see our emotions as thoughts almost or maybe even that you feel something right. You're feeling something emotionally and you're like, okay, why am I feeling this way? Instead of doing something about it, instead of like reacting to it, instead of, um, you know, expressing that emotion out, you're like, hmm, I feel this way. But why? And so you'd like to think um, you know, your emotions out and then speak on them. You know what I mean? And then, you know, communicate those emotions out to tri- try to figure out the why. So internally, you're in this vibe, right? Um, but externally, uh, you know that and you want to express your passions unapologetically. And so there's this conflict within this whole energy is that you want to be able to be more Sagittarian-like, feel something, do it, be adventurous, be spontaneous, and just like go for what you want, right? And we all know Gemini has some of that energy too, but they they don't really go off of passion. They go off of thought and exploration and logic. Like, yes, I want to explore, but I want to figure out the why. I'm not exploring because of passion. I'm exploring because I'm like curious. It's like Pandora type of vibes, you know what I mean? And so, um, you know, it's it's like a different vibe here. It's a different. It's, it's 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 an interesting full moon. It really is. And so, um, you're, you're kind of figuring out: should I move based off of logic and thought, or should I move based off of my passions? Um, you know that it's Sagittarius season. You you know, moving off of passion gives you really extreme amazing luck not that Gemini's don't have luck too but Sagittarius are known for being the luckiest sign right there's a reason for that um and you kind of just want to move based off of your passions and desires and your wants you know but you can't help but to wonder you can't but you can't help but to think and be curious and try to figure out your emotions logically so that's the fight that the collective is going through at this moment okay um, now, the moon, like I said, is at 19 degrees Gemini, which means the sun is at 19 degrees Gemini when the full moon is exact, you know, um, which will make it in the second decade of Gemini, which is the Libra decade, right? And it's really interesting because it's at the Libra degree in the Libra decade. So I feel like this is definitely involving relationships here. And it's funny because, like, I was just talking to one of my close friends about, um, you know, certain scenarios that's happening this week with, you know, people around us. And um, it's it's interesting how relationship is just a huge theme. And, um, like, expressing people, like, expressing people, like, people expressing their emotions with relationships that they have or had or want it's like a huge theme here and it's because of that it's because this this moon is in a libra decade right and it's in a libra degree um and we are really trying to create harmony within our lives and within the relationships that we're in whether it's romantic platonic or business relationships you know but it's significant ones and so yeah that's that's a huge theme there um now the sun okay 
the sun um, is in Sagittarius second decan too because it's a 19 degree Sag and that's an Aries decan. Now that's really interesting because um, emotionally we want to um, harmonize, connect with other people, speak on our emotions. But the sun wants us to react based off of our pure passion instinctually. So don't think, you know, you don't need to think before doing. You don't need to let that go. You know what I mean? Because remember, like, the full moon's about releasing and shit. You need to let that go. You don't really need to think at this moment about your emotions. You don't need to talk to anybody to validate your emotions, to understand how you um, are feeling. Um, by hearing a different perspective, what you need to be doing is working more on the Sag and Aries fiery type of vibe. You feel something, you have this instinct for it, you fucking do it, okay? You go ahead and you fucking do it. Now, because this is in the Aries decant of Sag, you know, Sag is usually, they do something, they get into the vibe of it, they get bored, they jump. But Aries, the things that they are passionate about, they usually stay passionate about it um, and they work towards it. And so this um, energy has a little bit more lasting power um, than usual. So it's going to it's an interesting thing. So this is even showing us when we break it down a little bit more um, how we need to not be so logical at this moment, kind of let that idea go and to really focus more on our passions at this time we need the heat it's cold as fuck okay (laughs) at least in the northern hemisphere i know i got some folks listening in the southern hemisphere too you i know you guys are edging towards your summer so y'all are good you know but um up here we're cold (laughs) but yeah it's really interesting and you know um both of these um energies um you know it's the second decade it's the middle energy of the sign and so it's still a learning process for us but it's at 19 degrees that's the last degree of the second decade and so we're getting into this maturity of realizing um when to you know figure out your emotions logically and when to really move based off passion you know so it's really really interesting energy for sure um and yeah it's just really interesting very interesting now some of the things I feel like we would need to let go of besides just you know kind of creating this like general picture of like you need to let go of um you know, not that's the thing, okay? Because I know we, I have like a lot of Gemini energy folks, Gemini moons too. And you know, I'm not saying that thinking before feeling is like the wrong thing to do, or feeling something and then just breaking it down logically is the wrong thing to do. But what I'm saying is, you doing that too much can stop you from taking the instinctual actions that you need to take. Sometimes our desires and passions is very intuitive and it's like instinctual. And sometimes we just need to go and do what we got to do to fulfill our happiness and our desires, you know? Um, And sometimes if we just are caught trying to figure out our emotions and thinking them through all the time and, you know, confiding with people and trying to, to figure that shit out, um... It, it's it, the time will be too late and then we don't even have that fire and energy that much anymore 
and then after that the opportunity is gone we gotta wait until the, the stars align again do you feel what i'm saying and so um what i definitely suggest you guys to do with you know you have three days to figure this shit out all right you got three days um to the 15th you know you got 12th um 13 14th 15th right and um this is the time where you get to really get into the gemini moon vibe of thinking about your feelings sharing them with others talking and just being feeling okay to be talkative um, not feeling like held back and thinking that no one's just going to understand me. My situation is too crazy. My thoughts are too weird. No one's going to get me. No one's going to understand me. Cut that shit, okay? It, a lot of Gemini moons are like that in general. That people that have it natally. And so we might be feeling the same way. We need to cut the shit. <laughs> because it's blocking us. It really is from being able to get our desires and act based off of our desires and our passion and that's what we need to do because fuck the suns and sagittarius all right so um you know this beautiful energy within gemini um moons too because you know yes they think what they feel but they can like break down their emotions in a logical way for people to understand very well they are usually cool-headed and not as, like, erratic as, like, say, fire and water moons. You know, I'm a fire moon. So, I think, thankfully, I'm air um, dominant and I'm a Capricorn sun. But, like, I have my moments, child. I do. <laughs> and, um, you know, you guys, like, try to work um, towards um, building balance within thought and feeling. Which is amazing. Because, you know, you're just... You, under, you can break down and understand your emotions very well. So there's greatness about it. But, you, you know, I feel like you guys need to use that energy. Um, feel okay that you your thoughts are all over the place as well as your emotions. And there's, like, a lot of changes in spontaneity within your thoughts and feelings. Like, that's okay, you know? Explore that within the next three days. And what I definitely suggest you guys to do is while you're exploring that, write your intentions on the things you need to let go. You know what I mean? Um, for this full moon. See where this moon is in your chart. What house it's in. Go with the energy of this moon. And let go. Like, you know, write the intentions to things to release and let go. You know, it's like I'm way too much in my head. I want to let that go sometimes. You know, I just, just say like I don't want to let go of it completely. But when I'm unnecessarily into my head, I want to let that go. I want to be, uh, make, be, you know, take steps and make decisions and react appropriately. You know what I mean? If you feel like, um, you know, you're, you're a little bit too spontaneous with your emotions sometimes or with the thought of the thoughts of your set emotion that you, you, they're thinking like it could be this, it could be that, it could be this, it could be that. You know what I mean? If you want to just be a little bit more settled, you can actually let that go too. You know what I mean? If you don't want to communicate your feelings to that many people, <laughs> you can try to let that go as well. Um, so just, you know, think about the things you like to let go connected to you know, um, this Gemini moon, um, when it comes to, you know, you being too much in your head sometimes when it comes to how you feel, um, or you just being in your head in general, 
with certain aspects of your life, depending on what house the moon is in. Um, and just write down your intentions. That's what I would suggest you to do for the next three days. While the moon energy is still wild. Now, I kind of, like what I personally do, y'all, I feel like, this is what I personally think. You should write your intentions during a full moon, but I don't think it's a good idea to do rituals during a full moon like that. But that's just me personally. Again, I've done rituals in a full moon and it worked splendidly. Um, and the reason why I think it worked splendidly is because, you know, oppositions and conjunctions, um, which is con- like sun moon conjunction is a moon, sun moon. Um, opposition is a full moon right so we're talking about oppositions here but generally conjunctions and oppositions are very neutral and it really depends on aspects being made to the moon um, or the sun that other aspects that make the opposition bad or good right now i'm gonna speak on in the last segment of um this portion or this version of this um reading I'm going to speak on the aspects being made to this sun and the moon. And the aspects are terrible, okay? <laughs> okay, not terrible. Maybe I'm forcing it, but they're not great. They're bad at all bad aspects. There's no good aspects being made, all right? There's four in conjunctions. Um, one in conjunction, I, I kind of, I just want to add it there because I think it is going to affect us because it's not really an in conjunction, but I, I think that energy is going to be there for sure. But there's four in conjunctions in one square, okay? No trines, no sextiles, no even conjunctions. You know what I mean? Just all, all bad, all bad. All right? So um, this, especially doing a ritual during this full moon, um, I don't think it's the best idea. I don't. Um, because, because of the confusion that it will bring up. And because of, um, you know, it's just going to bring a lot of, like, with the inconjunctions, a lot of confusion and a lot of, like, unnecessary fight. So what I typically do, guys, because we're talking about the sun and the moon here, is I wait till the sun and moon is trying. Or the sun and moon could be opposite, but I'll wait until it's at better aspects, like maybe not as many in conjunctions or something like that. Um, So let's actually look at like a better time to do it now. Um, I like to do my, like write down my full moon intentions and stuff during the full moon because the energy is very potent. And then when like the moon and the sun is like sextile to each other, then I'm like, or trying to each other, then I'm like, okay, that's what I'll do. The, um, go ahead and do the um ritual of like you know and usually with full moon rituals a lot of people burn the paper they're they're releasing the um intentions that they want to let go of and so they burn it right and so okay let's look the sun and the moon um they are going to be oh they're going to be trying um on the 16th right and so, like, this is dope energy because the sun is not going to be um, square Neptune anymore. So that's litty. Um, the moon's not going to be square um, and not going to be making any touches with um, Neptune either. Um, the sun is going to be conjunct Jupiter. Um, so that's really cute. Um, what else is happening here? Um, just looking around, y'all. 
Hmm. The moon would be square Mars, though. So if I were to like push it until when the moon is at like um, 26 degrees Leo, which is funny because um, that's near my natal moon. Oops, what am I doing? So let's like move this. I'm going to give y'all a time. Like, I'm serious with this. Because I want us to be better at doing, um, working with the moon. You know what I mean? Okay, so C25. And 26. All right, so the moon's going to be like at 26 degrees. Um, Leo. And not squaring the, not squaring Mars. Um, around like 8 o'clock p.m. my time. So that sounds good. And the sun's, of course, not moving. The sun doesn't move that fast. And so that's Liddy. Okay, okay. And then, um, I mean, this, the moon is going to be in conjunct Venus, which is kind of annoying. But I'd rather have an in conjunct than a square. So it's, it's whatever. Um, it just missed an in conjunction with Pluto, Liddy. Um... Yeah, so this is a good placement, y'all. It's actually even trining um, Uranus, too. The moon would be. So, yeah, so this is what I'll do, y'all. This is what I'm going to do, at least. And y'all can follow me if you want. Whatever. Write your moon, new, like your full moon intentions from now until the 15th. And then the 16th at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Remember, it's Eastern Standard Time for me, so you can figure out the time for where you're at. Do the ritual. And you'll be good. All right? So that's my, like, ritual suggestion for you, and that's what I'm going to do. All right? So, um, yeah, y'all. It's going to be dope. It's going to be some dope shit. All right? So let's go ahead and talk about these aspects. Um, And then I'm going to close this version out the reading. And if you're interested in being a Patreon subscriber, what I'm going to do is get deeper into this new moon and speak deeper within these situations. Is a lot. Um, There's three aspect patterns happening. Um, There's um, between the sun and the moon. um, There are one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, seven um, fixed stars that are conjuncting either the sun or the moon. Um, separately, of course, it's seven in total, not seven on each one. You know what I mean? <laughs> and then, so I'm going to talk about that, and then I'm also going to talk about the sun and the moon um, in the houses, right? Uh, so, basically, if like the sun's in this house and the moon's in that house for you, what does that mean to you for this full moon? What do you need to release and what you need to? push forward towards you get what i'm saying so that could help you a little bit more of your intentions but that's only for my patreon subscribers and so if you're interested in being a patreon subscriber i definitely suggest you to do so on patreon.com slash astro dim i got it on the low low you know what i mean the first you know two dollars is the first one it's the first level so you know i'm trying to trying to serve y'all 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 people you know so if you're interested go ahead all right, so let's talk about these aspects being made to the moon and the sun, all right? So both the sun and the moon, this is the main one here, both the sun and the moon is square Neptune, all right? Um, <clears throat> now, this is tough-ass energy. It really is. Um, Neptune represents a lot of things. Um, but, like,
like what a lot of people say at first when they see Neptune, it's like delusions and confusion, and, but into but intuition and blah blah blah, right? And so, um, you know, Neptune definitely has a connection with like spirituality and intuition, and, you know, being empathic and stuff like that. That's why, um, you know, Neptune's connected to Pisces, a lot of Piscean people are very naturally empathic and intuitive. It's because of that energy, right? But the thing is, is that, like, um, you know, empathicness and intuition and psychic ability can easily be um, misconstrued. A lot of times we can get messages from the universe, from God, um, from our ancestors, and then totally screw it up and they'll be lost in translation because they're in run, one realm and we're in another. You know, we're in the physical realm, they're in the spiritual realm. We're in 3D, they're in like 5D, um, 4D, 6D, 70, 80, 90, 11, all them, all them shits, right? <laughs> you know what I mean? And so like, I with, the, with this energy, with Neptune squaring both the sun and the moon, um, there's definitely going to be um, lost, you know, confusion in, within translation, okay? Um, in which we're picking up these messages, we're getting these visions, we're getting these dreams, we're getting these ideas, and it seems all, almost magical that it's happening, and it's incredible, and I'm like, whoa, what the fuck is going on here, right? And we're even going to be motivated and driven to do something about this, right? Because, you know, Neptune's going to be trying Mars, and so they're like, yeah, this, this is right, but it's not going to be right. We're actually, it's going to be, it's going to cause confusion within us, and it's going to, we're going to fight, honestly, um, the universe is honestly fighting against it for us. Um, we're just literally not getting the right message, <laughs> and that's just what it is. Like, we're getting the right, me- okay, we're getting the message, but we're not interpreting it right, you know what I mean? Um, that's why spirituality is what it is. It's just so it gets so deep that we can't conceptualize it sometimes and so we try to conceptualize it with our little logical 3d minds and we just lose the whole meaning of it um you know spirituality could definitely be a hyperbole where things are really exaggerated and crazy when we see it um but it actually is not that deep (laughs) but it is trying it does have a bigger meaning and a a great message within it that is very um, helpful for us and so that's definitely going to be happening in this case with neptune square the moon you know we're definitely going to be personally being empathic um and feeling certain emotions but interpreting them wrong um and it's going to cause conflict and so for instance say that like my friend said a joke about me um about me to me and i'm you know mad and I feel the energy of the joke and I get mad and I'm thinking that oh she got beef with me she don't even like me like that or he got beef with me he don't like me like that he's shady as fuck and I you know it's kind of like that like you totally interpreting shit the whole wrong way but they were really just joking and they just like to rag on people sometimes like to rag on you sometimes it's kind of like that type of energy but it could happen in so many different ways, right? And so we, we're actually learning, because again, the moon's about letting go and releasing with the full moon. We're learning to be able to differentiate and use discernment when it comes to an intuitive and, and um, empathic messages that we get. 
because you know you know when you get deeper into the spirituality game um really get deep within that you know um and if you're not really protected like that spiritually you can get some fucked up messages from like trickster energy or negative energy or low vibrational energy and so you're go ahead blindly following it and causing havoc it's similar to how sometimes people with like mental illnesses um hurt others and say i was supposed to do this god wanted me to do it god didn't tell me to do it they're actually and the people that probably did what they did are actually probably lovely people but the, the thing is trickster energy tricks them into thinking that you know what i mean it gets deep like that sometimes y'all and so we're learning to through this conflict within ourselves of empathically feeling things and us being just dead ass wrong with it no it's not that intuition is wrong psychic energy is false like empathicness ain't real no it's not that it's we need to take that situation and learn how to use discernment when it comes to the messages that we get as well as we need to learn how to be able to um, interpret them better and this is just telling us that we need to do that you feel what i'm saying so um i even went through a similar situation there and i was like not 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 i'm not gonna let i'm gonna keep pushing (laughs) i'm gonna just keep pushing especially with this gemini moon energy you're thinking too much about something something that's not even that deep you feel me and then with the neptune also square the sun (laughs) Um, how you're gonna react to it you're gonna go based off passion and you're gonna like spaz the fuck out you have you have you ever seen a Sagittarius get mad and flip the fuck out <laughs> okay and so like it's that's gonna happen because off of some shit that you're interpreting wrong you know what I'm saying like chill out shit this is supposed to be a lesson within it you know that's why it's like you know, when it comes to this type of these type of full moons, I'm not saying to just lock yourself in your room, but you have to like, you know, really understand the energies that that's going around. You know, and understand sometimes our emotions could trick us, like this situation right here. But this is why we have tools like tarot, astrology, and other divinational tools that can help us with this situation. You feel what I'm saying? And so, you know, it, it's the, that's what's happening, like straight up. And so, just be aware of that, okay? Be very aware. Um, and, and know, too, like, the full moon definitely is potent and we can work with it within the next three days. But it speaks on, like, the month of things that we need to let go of that month. But it also definitely speaks on, too, the next two weeks until the, until the um, solar eclipse happens, you know? And so just be aware of that throughout this whole time, throughout this whole month, okay? Um, now, the next aspect I see is that the moon is in conjunct Mars and the sun is um, semi-sextile Mars. Now, in conjunctions and semi-sextiles just represents like real deep confusion. Semi-sextile is a little bit aware because like usually with semi-sextiles, the sign is um the planet is just one sign away it's just 30 minutes away from the other you know what i mean so just one sign away they're usually of the same season if they're not they're just transitioning to a new season so there's some awareness of that energy but in conjunctions they're not in the same modality element 
or season it's just all the way confused okay and so that's what's really happening with this energy and so with the moon in conjunct mars right when it comes to your actions you would rather be more in tune with your emotions and kind of stew within your emotions and um, in order for you to actually take action you need to be extremely emotionally um, motivated and you need to really be emotionally convinced you know with fixed energy they need to be convinced in order to make a move and so they usually stick stay in one spot be fixated i.e the fixed word um and like really try to understand the situation based on the element uh, before they make a move and so um scorpio energy they're trying to really understand the situation emotionally before they take a move right and so that's how you're that's how we're moving at this moment with mars and scorpio we're on that type of vibe um now it could be short term depending on our chart it could be short term or long term um for us but there's one aspect within our lives in which we before we're moving we're stewing within our emotions trying to understand if if we're doing the right thing emotionally if we really want to create that big transformation within our lives you get what i'm saying but emotionally <laughs> you know beyond just our passions and desires and how we move emotionally our we're like not we don't want to stew in one emotion in one situation we're like feeling emotion and then thinking could it be this could it be that could it be this could it be that could it be this could it be that and trying to logically understand our emotions to figure out the why instead of just sitting our emotions and expressing it you know instead of expressing our emotions we will want to detach from it and understand why we're feeling that way but in order for us at this time to really make moves what we need to do is feel why we need to want why we want to make that move understand it emotionally you know what i mean um and sit within that emotion until we know okay this is why i want to do it now i do something you know instead of just like thinking is it is it this is it that is it that you know what i mean and so we're kind of having that confusion within us because we know we want to move like mars and scorpio at this time we want to sit in our emotions express that emotion and then like be motivated by it instead of just trying to figure out the why we're feeling this way in a logical sense and so it is some disconnect between our emotional selves and the actions that we want to take you know there's definitely um, some disconnect there all right um which is making us stand still even more um tricky as shit and um with the sun actually semi-sextile mars you know there is still some confusion there because uh you know with the sun you know when it comes to reacting to things and how we are expressing ourselves we want to be more adventurous and following our passion and desires all of all of unapologetically but when it comes to actually making the move and taking action um like literally making that move and um, connected to things that we are desiring you know we actually really want to before creating a big transformation understand what we're doing emotionally before we go ahead and make the move and so there's like we want to express ourselves in this like more adventurous way 
but when you know at the same time we know like in order to take action we know that this is right emotionally because we know we can really induce some huge transformation so again some confusion there but at least there's some understanding that we're doing this to better understand um the relationships that we in and how we relate to other people and um really understand like in the true experience of just life in general you know um so very deep shit there for sure um the sun um is semi-sextile um saturn exactly <laughs> and the moon is also um in conjunct saturn exactly um wow <laughs> With this energy, of course, Saturn's been really big about us having authority and control over um, our status, reputation, um, career, and just how we just make moves, you know? Um, just learning to have more um, control overall and having more authority within ourselves overall, you know? Um, and the thing is, it's like how we... It's, ba- it's basically... You, Saturn's trying to tell us, like, you need to have authority by moving practically, like initiating things within your life practically. That's how you have authority within your life. That's how you can gain that shit. Um, but with the moon and Gemini, there's a confusion there because, again, they, they feel something and they don't want to take a move necessarily on a practical sense. They're trying to understand things in a logical sense. So it's like, yes, I know I need to do something, but I need to figure out why first before I do it. That's how a Gemini person would think. While Capricorn's like, okay, something needs to be done, so we got to do something. They don't really, um, they understand the why is important, and they'll try to figure out the why, but they know things need to be done, even if, because you may not even get the answer. (laughs) You may not even understand the why, you know? And so emotionally, you're trying to understand why you're feeling a way, um, while you know that in general in general regardless you need to make action in order to really have control over a situation you know what I mean um and in order for you to have some authority and be able to to express that authority within and so that's the confusion there and so Saturn especially Saturn's moving so slow is really saying like all right I understand you're trying to figure out the why and maybe you can do that a little time um, maybe you can put it in the back burner and figure out it simultaneously, but an action need to be made in order for you to, um, you know, assert yourself in the situation, you know, really express some control within the situation. And with the sun, semi-sextile Saturn, you know, the sun likes to take action, but not practically. They like to go based off of their emotion. And so um, it's a little bit tricky because um, we do need to follow the sun. But at the same time, Saturn's been trying to teach us for a couple of years, like about well, not a couple of years, but about a year or so, more than a year. Um, no, it's been actually a year, has it? I think so something like that but Saturn's been trying to teach us for a while okay that yo what you need to do is move things practically but at this time you know since you know it's but kind of like the battle of the dads like Saturn's um probably more of a stepfather (laughs) and son is like the the father you know what I mean um something like that I don't know but you know, we do need to, like, take both energies into account. Um, 
you know, and I think when, when it comes to this, when it comes to expressing our authority, we need to take action and um, in a practical way. But when it comes to expressing that energy, we do need to really try to um, go, like, express our passions unapologetically, honestly, to just feel this passion to do something and go ahead and do it however long you want. And then when you're done, you're done, you know, and that's okay. Um, the moon in, is in conjunct um, Venus and the sun is semi-sextile Venus. Um, do, at the moment right now, what we desire is to have authority and control over our lives, right? That's what we're desiring. And we're desiring to have some um, a relationship to have authority and control or to have authority and control within a relationship. Um, we're, decide, we're desiring as well um, to have authority and control over the things like practical or material things that we want and the money that we want um, that's really important to us at this moment. Um because again, we desire authority and control in every aspect of the word. That that's what we are striving for, and we real, we're realizing that it takes practical action making or action taking. Excuse me. Um, is that a word? Action taking. Taking action is probably the best way to say it. But anyways, we need to practically take action in order to get that thing. Um, you know, whatever it is that we desire. Um, but with this moon, it's kind of hindering us because we're still trying to figure out, but why? <laughs> why do I feel that I need to desire this thing? <laughs> you gotta need to just let that shit go. So if again, this is all this moon is all about just letting go of thoughts that are holding you back from taking whether it's practically, whether it's based off of passion, whether it's based off of emotion. You're too emotionally focused on like why, on the why. Um, And honestly, logic is very, very important. But at this moment, just because is okay. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, again, you could just figure out the, like use your logic to figure out how can I do I can um, how can I do this but just want to do some just because at this moment is okay you know think look at look at the chart right now there is only one energy that's in air signs nothing's in um, Aquarius nothing's in Libra it's just the moon in Gemini all right and so the, the moon needs to kind of realize that Yo, it's it's okay sometimes to just for the reason to be just because, you know, it's okay. Um, you can figure out the why while you're taking action. You can work out this energy simultaneously. So if you're having any thoughts, logical thoughts that's stopping you from taking action, ask to let that go during this full moon. Okay, I think it's really important. Um, because you're going to lose out on your desires if you don't straight up. All right. Um, now the sun is also in conjunction, sorry, semi-sextile Venus. And, um, you know, I feel like with this energy, 
it's a little bit awkward because you know you need to take practical action to get that authority within your life but um you know if you kind of express you know what you want a little bit more and it kind of just go for it unapologetically you might have a better chance of getting in that authoritative situation you know what I mean and um, if you just do it in a responsible way and then people can see what you want understand what you want um, through how you express yourself and how you react to things and then they'll keep that in mind and then after that you can move based off uh, based, you know move practically um, initiate things practically in order to make it happen. You know what I mean? Just a thought, boof. Lastly, the moon is in conjunct Pluto and the sun is um, semi-sextile Pluto. Uh, with Pluto, again, we're you know, having a lot of transformation of authority here. Um, huge transformation within authority. Um, it's like in a grand scale when it comes to just the universe is in a, you know, smaller but still grand scale when it comes to the world. And it's even personal, too. We're trying to um, transform the authority from within as well, you know, um, to, to have more authority within our life and realizing that we have to come together in order to create that positive transformation of authority within our lives, create this good intimacy with other energy you know you're stronger with numbers and so that's kind of like the lesson within Pluto and Capricorn at the moment um creating transformation and intimacy within your lives and through being practical you know what I mean through taking um initiating action practically and stop just standing still and just doing just doing something you know um, but again, the moon is still stuck on the why we're doing this though. Why is this happening though? <laughs> and again, air sign energy is beautiful because, you know, they're known as the intelligent signs because they always ask the why, you know, because they will, you know, they would, they would, they rather figure things out logically, you know what I mean? And if they can't get things breaking down, they're going to find it out and figure it out. And I get it and I understand it. But at this time, we all know there's something wrong and that it needs to be fixed. And it needs to be fixed sooner than later. And so again, like I don't even think it's wrong to try to figure out why you're feeling things emotionally. I think that's great that you're trying to understand it logically. But put it in the back burner for now and do something to create that change within your life. You feel me? That's really, really important. Okay? So that's what I have for you guys. This is a typically longer, um, almost an hour. So that's crazy. Y'all are blessed. <laughs> a longer reading for me, but I'm glad I'm able to give that to you. Um, again, if you're interested in hearing the entire reading, um, full moon reading that I'm going to give you, um, but it's again, it's a general reading. Um, you can go ahead and go to patreon.com slash astro dim, um, and, you know, look at my tiers, figure out which one is best for you and go ahead and, um, purchase monthly and you'll be able to get, um, a full reading in which I'm going to speak on the, um, aspect patterns being made during this full moon, um, the fixed stars hitting the full moon, which is really going to add some more color into this situation and how we're feeling right now. 
And then um, to make it a little bit personal, um, I'm going to go through the full moon through the houses so you can know how it's personally affecting you. All right. I hope this was helpful, guys. Uh, Much love to you. And um, yeah, you'll hear from me soon. Stay safe and uh, much love to you guys. Okay. Peace. this is astral dim here i'm just adding this extra segment to talk about um a little bit more about the full moon because you know it is significant it is the last full moon of the um whole ass decade the fuck (laughs) um and of course the last full moon of the year and so um you know just in general with any last full moon of the year or especially last full full moon of the decade this is a great time to like clear all your karmic shit out so you can start this next decade and the next year um clear with a brand new slate just shit all settled you know um you know i've noticed a lot of like crazy shit has been happening um this month a lot of death a lot of sadness and it's strange because sagittarius season um strangely brings a lot of like death if you've noticed um, and it's it's really interesting and you know for instance too like a lot of people think jupiter returns are lovely sometimes they are and sometimes they are not <laughs> a lot of people be dying in their jupiter returns and it's like a trend so i'm not saying that you're gonna die in your next jupiter tr- return of course we go through many of them in our life times but you know jupiter definitely has a darkness into it as well it's not just all cheery lovely and beautiful um same as sag season and so you know um you know this I think the reason why this is happening is because we're clearing things out, even though the calendar, the calendar, like for a lot of people starts when spring starts, you know, we've been having this calendar with the year starting January 1st for thousands of years at this point. And it's, it's significant. And so we have to count for it. And so I think a lot of the endings happen at that time because of that, um, you know, and we're thinking about like, the northern hemisphere a winter solstice we're closing things out things are really like dead that's around us we're we're seeing the the ending part of the transformation through even through our plants you know what i mean and so you know that's really significant and even with like the southern hemisphere you know for you guys y'all are turning into summer you know summer is you know have the has like beautiful and lush energy but things die in the summer too um from too much heat (laughs) you know so regardless there's just this this ending type of vibe even if you don't follow the gregorian calendar um and i think that's why like you know things truly do be ending at that time um to end of a season no matter you know regardless which season that you're in is the end of a season it's in it's the end of a year and definitely in another decade this time around okay and so this is really important um for you guys to really just if you can clear out all the shit that you can possibly write it like again to make it less drastic um and of course i'm saying this if you're questioning when to do your full moon ritual if you know if you want to do your full moon ritual the full moon go ahead and do it boo i'm not stopping you whatever but if you want to um 
you know, if you're questioning it or if you like to follow election, electional astrology, what I definitely suggest for you to do is to write it all down within the next three days and then, you know, on Monday the 16th when the moon is in Leo, but when the moon is in like 20, I think it was 26 degrees Leo that I said, that's when you guys should do the ritual when the energy is a little bit more balanced and clear. You feel what I'm saying? You can even wait a little bit longer too so you can avoid that whole um, in conjunction of Venus if you want to. You know what I mean? Let's look at the time it will be, you know, when you can do that. Because the moon will stop in conjuncting Venus. Oh, Venus is moving to 26 degrees. Okay. Okay. So it'll be zero degrees Virgo. And it'll still be trying in the sun. So if you really want to avoid the whole... Um, if you really wanted to avoid the in conjunction, I would say do the ritual like the 17th early morning though if you have that availability it'll be trying Jupiter too so that's really cute <laughs> yeah I think I might fuck around and do that instead shit <laughs> yeah you know I'm saying yeah man that's I think I'm gonna do that be trying Jupiter trying Uranus sextile the north node trying the south node yes fucking trying the sun my nigga the fuck but be careful though because it, you it, you can if you do it too late in the um in the morning it, it could be square mercury so you have this tight spot between eight o'clock in december 16th and early morning december 17th so that's your little spot, all right? That's what I'm going to suggest to you. Because at 4 a.m., the moon goes into one degree Virgo, but then after that, it's, tech, it's squaring Mercury. You don't want that either. So, yeah. Figure it out, boo. You either got to deal with the inconjunction, which is like, inconjunctions are annoying, but they're nowhere near as bad as squares. Or you got to wake up in the middle of the night to do the ritual. <laughs> or you got to wake you know, deal with that moon square Mercury. So figure it out, okay? That's what I'm gonna tell you. But anyway, so actually, I came here to talk about the number twelve, okay? Um, so I wanted to read this little um, um, note that the uh, Sacred Scribes Angel Numbers um, website has about the number twelve. Um, I just wanted to give you that this little word real quick. Um, I like to use this uh, website when I look at angel numbers. It's it's, it's incredible. <laughs> And I resonate with it greatly. Okay, so let me read this off to you. Number 12 is a blend of the attributes um, and energies of the number one and number two. Number one relates to the new beginning, to motivation, progress, self-reliance, achievement, and attainment, right? We're starting off a new freaking um, year as well as a new decade. Um, Number two carries the vibrations of duality, diplomacy, adaptability, partnership, relationship, sensitivity, and selflessness. And remember how I was saying, y'all, how um, this is happening during in a Libra decade. Um, You know, the Gemini full moon is in a Libra decade. It is a Libra degree. So it's like you coming in with another person um, to create this new beginning, almost like a form of intimacy, but like not there yet. You know what I mean? It's getting to the intimacy part. 
but it's the, the, the coming together that's that's happening. And that coming together it may not be with another person. It could be with another energy, another entity, another situation. You know what I mean? But you're coming together with something or someone or some energy or something like that. You know what I'm saying? Number two also resonates with faith and trust in, and your own divine life purpose and soul mission. All right. Number 12 represents cycles of experience and regeneration towards a higher consciousness. Okay. Knowledge and higher wisdom, sensitivity, education, and the intellect. The goal getting number one blended with the sensitive number two makes the number 12 a very, a very balanced number. So it's funny. My homegirl from Soul Tribe, OJC Astrology, Olivia. Love you, boo. She was actually mentioning how we're pushing towards a higher consciousness. You know what I mean? And that we really have to just let go of our karmic, like, issues and, like, flesh that shit out so we can go ahead and uh, vibrate more higher. And then um, Water Baby Tarot was saying something similar where, like, people, you you know, you gotta really let go of karmic stuff. Um because if you don't it's gonna all crash down on your face and it's gonna be quite intense but if you've been consciously working on it it's not gonna be that bad or if you just really been working on it well you're not gonna deal with it it's gonna be almost split between two groups that's what water um water baby tara was saying in her um message so you know this theme of like higher consciousness, karmic energy, life purpose, divine purpose is a huge theme here. Okay. So let me continue reading. Angel number 12 is a message from your angels, not to be hindered by old habits that need to be changed. Y'all like I was fucking saying, it tells you to look to a new experiences with optimism as they will bring about favorable and positive effects and opportunities. This helps with achieving goals and aspirations and allows for the old to be replaced with the new. Amen. Amen. I've been seeing that theme within my personal life for sure. When the angel number 12 appears, your angels may be telling you to look to different ways to enhance your home, garden and surrounds. This includes matters within the house and family arena. The angels encourage you to surround yourself with the love and gaiety. Um, a, angel number 12 is a message from your angels to ensure that what you put out to the universe is, is, is of positive nature. We got to start thinking more positively, y'all, with our emotions, our subconscious, all of that. You know, when you, when you put positive energy out, you get positive energy in. And, and I don't want to hear, well, I'm a good person. I always do good for people and no one does good for me. That right there is negative thinking. Why are you counting who does good for you versus who does good for me? If you ain't doing shit from the heart, it ain't real. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, you got to do shit from the heart and let it the fuck go. That right there is not good. That right there is saying what I always do this for people. Like, why are you counting, nigga? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, why are you counting? Like, just do good. Just do it from the heart and let it the fuck go. You know what I mean? You don't know what the good thing that's about to happen to you. you you're blocking it by, first of all, counting who's doing what for you and what are you doing for them. And then this ne- just the negative thought of, no one does good for me that that in itself like just because you're not like going he- out here killing people and doing wrong by people and like consciously f- fucking over people the negative thought of no one does for me you're putting that out in the universe you get what i'm saying 
you're putting that out in the universe so no one will do good for you and until you change your frame of mind do you feel what i'm saying stop y'all i hate when people do that like i have i used to be surrounded by people who always was doing that counting who does good for them versus um you know them doing good for um, other people them saying how they're such a good person you know if you continuously repeat what you are like I now start to think are you convincing yourself you're trying to convince yourself that you're this person or not like or you're trying to convince me like it's like the people that always says I'm humble like if you got to say you're humble all the damn time you ain't humble okay that's weird you're literally going against the word <laughs> if you keep repeating who you are it's just strange child I don't know like I don't know I feel like I understand like some people got to say, yes, I'm this, I'm that. But if it's like a consistent thing, you're doing pretty much like every day, every other day, every week. Like, come on, my dude. Like, chill the fuck out. I don't know. That's just me. Anyways, let me say this one more time. Angel number 12 is a message from your angels to ensure that what you put out to the universe is of positive nature you are asked to stay on the positive path and to use your natural skills talents and abilities to the utmost for the benefit of yourself and others amen amen it gives me this vibe y'all of neptune now let me give you this speech real quick before i end this all right All right, so I always tell people that Neptune, yes, it's your self-undoing, self-sabotaging ways, blah, 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 blah. It's connected to, you know, um, deception, illusions, confusions, intuitive energy, spirituality, blah, blah, blah. But it's also, what I personally feel is because, you know, you think about Neptune, Neptune is the highest octave or higher octave of Venus, right? So when you think about Neptune and its spiritual connections, connections and be connected with venus which venus is so connected to like natural talents and shit right that neptune represents your god-given talents but your god-given talents are what you're self-doubtful about and so a lot of us have a lot to offer for the world and for the collective consciousness um and we refuse to do it and this is including myself i need to get better at this i literally got a message from my grandmother who has passed who told me i need to work on this okay so i'm, I'm in this too y'all i'm not just talking on this like podium acting like i'm higher than everybody else now nah, i need work okay <laughs> i do too but listen neptune represents that 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 god-given talent that you have that you're self-doubtful about now ain't that a bitch that you don't got enough faith in god to utilize the gifts that he gave to you to make your life better and make other people's lives better ain't that a fucking bitch humans are trash (laughs) y'all i'm saying this as a joke but seriously like we need to think about it like that you know god has given us a gift a talent and we are being self-doubtful on what mere humans are saying who are just like you and we're not utilizing our natural god-given gifts because of what other people said who are just in the same level as you mind you the supreme god has given you this gift this shows that we need to work on our faith as a collective it does it shows that we need to be better to each other as a collective too but it shows that we need to learn how to not be doubtful of god it's god we're talking about the the highest the most highest 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 ever okay our creator all right is it's important not to be self-doubtful when it comes to the natural gifts that you have all right so um and it's really interesting because you know this full moon 
they're both they're, they're both squaring um, Neptune. It's making a T square to Neptune, and so a lot of the push and pull that we are receiving is due to Neptune and due to our own disillusions, due to our own self doubt. But I'm gonna talk about that with my patrons, you know. But it's interesting how that reminded me. Just that word, she said, remind me of the energy of Neptune while this full moon is making uh, its only major aspect to Neptune. So that's really crazy. So just something to think about. But I just wanted to give you all that little energy there. You know, 12 is really important in general um, because, you know, with the Mayan calendar, wasn't it 12-12-12? Wasn't that the date? It was supposed to be the end of the era? You know, and so this is really a, a mini end for us too. It is. Um, do you guys want me to um, look at twelve twelve as well? Read that off. I think I'm gonna do that. I think I'm gonna read twelve twelve off for you too, guys. And then we're gonna. Um, and then I'm gonna end it here. Okay. Let me read off twelve twelve. Okay. Twelve twelve is a compilation of the energies of the number one appearing twice, amplifying its vibrations, and the attributes of two also appearing twice, magnifying its influences. Number one instills the the sorry. Number one instills the attributes of creation and new beginnings, courage, attainment, inspiration, self leadership, assertiveness, and, and initiative. Number one relates to creating our own realities. With our, own, with our thoughts, beliefs, and actions. It encourages us to step out of our comfort zones in order to attain our goals. Number two represents balance and harmony, duality, faith, devotion, insight, cooperation, adaptability, and diplomacy, partnership, and relationships. Number two also resonates with faith and trust. What I was just saying, y'all. And serving your divine life purpose and soul mission. Jesus Christ. The sinks are incredible. Angel number 1212 is a message from your angels that you are to stay focused on your highest expectations as the angels in the universe energies work behind the scenes, helping you to manifest your wants and needs, goals and desires. Angel number 1212 is a powerful sign that you are you are to step out of your comfort zone and take new directions and or begin new projects and ventures that you have been wanting to do for a long time now. Oh my God, it speaks to me, guys. Angel number 1212 encourages us to release our fears and apprehensions and get on with pursuing our passions and purpose. Amen, amen. Angel number 1212 acts that you stay on a positive path and to use your natural skills, talents, and abilities to their utmost for the benefit of yourself and others. Use positive affirmations and visualizations to enhance energies and draw them towards you. The more you focus on the positives, the quicker they are manifested into your reality. Ashe, ashe. I'm going to end it off here, y'all. Have a beautiful full moon and I love you all. Peace.